In the Booth with Matt Park is brought to you by Hoffman Sausage Company. Maybe I could be like an announcer, like a columnist. I don't believe what I just saw! You know how I always make those interesting comments during the game? Personally, I think we got holes on that call. Yeah, yeah, you make good comments. So what about that? Well, you know, they tend to give those jobs to ex-ball players and people that are, you know, in broadcast. How about a talk show host? This is In the Booth. Talk show host, that's good. <laughs> I think I'd be good at that. I talk to people all the time. With Matt Park. And welcome, everybody, as we join you in the booth. Good to have you along on this uh, rainy, kind of gross Monday, but that's what happens when the temperature goes up a little bit. The alternative would be snow. Am I right? And we don't want that either. So that's what we're dealing with uh, at the moment. As maybe I turn Brian's headphones I'd down. I'd say the alternative was you just turned me off. Uh, well, that's not <laughs> well, your I mic. can't people hear can you. Still, <laughs> people can still hear you. I was going to turn I, down I the hear headphones you. that I'm not listening to, actually. Now, that's, that's kind of counterintuitive, isn't it? Just for our Twitch people and uh, the theater of the mind, for those of you uh, driving around, we have the headphone, you know, uh, inside uh, radio baseball here. The, we have a headphone amplifier mm-hmm. in front of us. The amp with the, uh, it's a four channel. This is a uh, Rolls brand, four channel studio reference headphone amp. It's exciting. Anyway, <laughs> it's got the holes, you know, that you put your headphones in so that you can hear the stuff. Uh-huh. But so these are the big honking headphones here that I'm electing not to wear at the moment right. with the tiny little cord. And uh-huh. so that's plugged no, in there to channel the two. Larger cord. And what I did is I went for the larger cord, mm-hmm. which in fact, as people would see on twitch.tv slash right. sports talk, this is a super heavy duty coiled, I mean, eight foot jobby cord. Well, I, I need to roam about. Which winds up in your little itty bitty right. mini one eighth inch Stereo headphones. connection. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're available. So that, that's how I kind of got uh No, I you grab you, you went by the, the cord instead of following well, I, the other cord. I just expected that there would be some type of relationship between the size of the headphones and the size of the cord. And in actuality, it is an inverse relationship. Uh, yes. I, I more have the longer cord, especially for when I sat further away in the pre-twitch yes, area. Yes, yes. Now, uh, that, I now used that we've to, twitched, Brian I'm closer. In. I may yeah. need a shorter cord. Before, I would have had to like really lean at the table with no room to roam. And, and again, it made for the, uncomfortable radio. This uh, cord that Brian has, which is soup. I mean, this is really heavy duty. You want to go to war with a cord? Mm-hmm. This is going to do it. You want to you want to do your squat thrust while you're on the air and not lose, you know, you want to get on your Peloton during the show and just, you could <laughs> run away from it. So you could, <laughs> right. um, you could do any of that stuff. This is the cord to do it with. This cord could, you could be in the next building maybe I could. on this cord. And it's been my goal the whole time. <laughs> this is not identical to, but it is reminiscent of, uh, for older people out there. Remember when the phone used to be in the wall? Uh huh. Tommy's nodding. I don't believe him. <laughs> and, the grandparents uh, had it. Okay. okay. You and you actually had to maybe stay within the same 20 or 30 foot radius of the base. And, uh, well, this some people had of- the really long cord because <laughs> they like to roam around. Right. And, uh, you know, sometimes even in the same room as where the, the phone base uh, was. That's, I mean, you could get it around the corner. You could take a walk with it. Well, fantastic. Well, uh, now that we got that figured out, we can get on with the, the week here. It is Georgetown week. It is also on campus finals week. If you're wondering why is there no game uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that type of thing, uh, that's because it's uh, finals and an opportunity uh, for uh, all of the people on campus, athletes and otherwise, 
to uh, wrap up the fall semester. And uh, so a huge win uh, for the men Saturday, lopsided win for the women yesterday, and now they can uh, take a little bit of a breather off the court for a minute to uh, wrap up schoolwork here for the fall semester. And then uh, games back on the weekend for the Orange men. It's a huge one. Georgetown, nationally televised game, 1 o'clock Saturday. Of course, we'll be there uh, for you. We've got the Jim Beheim show Thursday night, the usual uh, accoutrement of assistant coach shows uh, over the uh, the course of the week. So always fun to build up to Georgetown week, and we'll get into that uh, certainly in the coming days. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, I don't care what area you're from or whatever, and I get it means more to people from back in the 80s and whatnot when it was really burning hot, but I think it's great that this game still happens. Like, it should. Yeah. And, yeah, does it mean as much to the current players? Probably not. But who cares? Well, it's, all, it's about programs, yeah. too. It's like, not about just a snapshot of the team. Let's put right them now. on the court, and let's, like, this is, their fans care about it. Our fans care about it. I don't really need to think about it any further. Let's just keep doing it. I mean, yeah, okay, it's not what it was, but it's still pretty good. Like, this is pretty good, because what, what could this game be instead? It could be anything. I mean, it could well, be just nothing. Like Billing George Washington and just be a game. You know me. I love talking about schedules. Yeah. I see Tommy's got in Dewey Care. He's got some uniform stuff. I like talking about schedules, uniforms, food, you know, anything but the real games, you yeah. know, if you want to talk about But anyway, the... Uh, we're kidding, Pat in Syracuse. <laughs> Pat's just sitting by the phone. God, I'm going to call in about Howard Washington. I just, come hell or high water, we're going to blast him about Howard Washington. I don't see the so, blinking light at the phone so, yet. And it's just, just a matter of time. We've got plenty of time for you today, Pat, if you want to call in about Howard Washington or anybody else that should be playing. But anyway, the what were we talking about? We were talking about the uh, series and playing Georgetown. I'm obviously all for that. The only thing that I think is getting a little complicated, we talk about it, yeah, Brian, for years with lacrosse schedule, the you run out sameness. Of, yeah, you know, that's where that, the 20 ACC games yeah, hamstring. And I was just, it. before I even started to say that, I'm thinking, well, pro sports, we basically have the same schedule. Not really. You know, in the NFL, you rotate what divisions you're playing your non conference game, you know, in, and that's so that's like an eight year rotation. Um, right now, the Syracuse basketball schedule is. Basically locked in. There's Pat. The, the, we put out the Pat signal, and, and here he is. But um, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you yelled the Pat signal. Uh, uh, well, can we do it out, if we're going to program the show? Let's do it after a break. Okay, we can. Wayne in the truck. Oh, Wayne in the Pat. truck. Wait. Okay, sorry. Oh. Pat, if he's going to, if he's inclined to call, which we thought maybe he would. Pat, Pat has the. Uh, radio savvy to uh, to join us after the break. We got plenty of show. We have no other uh, guest schedule, so if we want to do a little uh, pat talk, we can uh, do it in a few moments. At any rate, that's the only sort of downside. But I think absolutely, you play Georgetown on a regular basis. You can't play Georgetown, Villanova, UConn, and well, St. John's. That's you know, you're not in that league you know, anymore. In, but you in can the world, if you play them all four of them every year, yeah. is that cool? I suppose so. But my goodness, all your schedule is crazy. Correct. Like and you, you can't, you can't to, do it. You have to have your share of. You know, I don't know that you would the world stop spinning if you didn't play Colgate, Colgate and Cornell. It wouldn't. Uh, Coach Behan does feel so a loyalty you, to your, playing. Your winning record stops spinning. Uh, a correct. Bit. Now, it's really what I'm hard. saying, I guess, in a given year, if you traded Colgate for Binghamton and Cornell oh, for well, yeah. you know Brown or whatever, I'm saying but if you're trading Colgate for UConn, you, you're you're setting yourself up you for a long year. You can't do that. But you also, you know, I think that I've never asked Coach about it specifically, but I'm sure what he's Thinking is the old uh, Skip Bertman principle when he was the athletic director and baseball coach at LSU. You're going to throw some money around to these people that you're bringing into play. You might as well throw it to your in-state schools, right. like people you played for a long time, people that can bus up and and can most efficiently use that money, et cetera. So I'm all for playing Colgate and Cornell. 
to trade those for Marist doesn't do anybody really any good. Um, Matt is not big in Poughkeepsie. No. <laughs> By the way, big win for Greg Paulus last night as uh, Niagara knocked off Colgate. Uh, that's a, a good win for them. Colgate, obviously, their season will be made uh, in the Patriot League. Good locker room celebration, too. I they, didn't see that when I saw uh, the they, first They one. got him with the... You know, sort of looked at him a little bit when he walked in, mm. like, "Oh, that's good to see you." Then the they, baseball they, first home run, kind yeah. Of. But then they got him with the they all got him with the water bottles and jumped up and down, and Greg was jumping up and down. It was the whole thing. It was pretty good. Okay, good for that. So we got plenty more to go, but let's not keep wait Wayne in the uh, truck waiting any further. Hello, Wayne. Hey, well, I'm sorry I don't have the radio savvy of Pat, but I, I am a patient person, so I would have waited till after the break. Oh, that's all right. Um, well, I just wanted to call. I didn't get a chance to call last week. And going back a little bit, I got to say, Brian, your, your broadcast of, of that first uh, tournament game in Canada, I could feel your pain, but it was brilliant. You had, you had me in hysterics through the entire game. I, it couldn't have been better. Do you know what the score of that game was, Wayne? I'm still, no, I'm right. still trying to figure that out. What, what set that <laughs> game apart? But it was the uh, confusing. Didn't they have the huddle at halftime to determine the score? Yeah, the huddle at halftime changed the score three times and still got it wrong. It was impressive, and it only drove me moderately insane. I'm sitting there playing games with my kids uh, on, on, on Thanksgiving night or whatever night it was, and, and you made the games enjoyable. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I added something to that nonsense, whatever it was out there. <laughs> I appreciate it, oh, Wayne. Yeah. Good stuff. Thanks for listening, Wayne. Okay, and there he goes. Oh. He was I thought Wayne had something pa- else. I was going to say, very patient just no, to uh, add some nice That was a... Uh, uh, to the situation, so we appreciate that. That was a while back now. Th- this particular set of headphones has a big, uh, not really an echo, but there's a lot to it there. You know what you need? A meteor cord. You're lacking. Yeah. The cord maybe handles some of that force. I don't know. Going going through there. I got no echo um, thanks to this great cord I'm working with. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be back and uh, better in the my headphone game uh, here later in the week. Again, heading into the Georgetown game. Usual stuff over the course of the week. Brian's got an idea that we'll share with you uh, as far as how we might spend these next few days leading up to the Georgetown game. Your phone calls are welcome at 315-437-7644. If you'd like to join in, that's 4ESPN44 to get you on the show. Brought to you by the Hoffman Sausage Company. We're back in the booth in just a moment on ESPN Radio. On Twitch, Q Sports Talk and ESPN Radio 97.7 at 100.1. In the Booth with Matt Park is brought to you by Hoffman Sausage Company. See, the cool thing about the uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Q Sports Talk, is uh, someday we're going to remember to actually hit the button, and the best part of the show is probably the stuff that's during the commercials. You might have all been wondering what we were talking about. You'll be able to see that. And the other thing, if... Let's say you did see it and the audio was off and you want to hit us up on the Twitch chat situation, we can do that too. That's true. We uh, got somebody's travel plans for a future basketball trip we squared away last week. If no, they're back here. Uh, K-13 Harris. Hey, looking, K-13. Looking forward to the Georgetown game this good week. Good to see you. All right. K-13. Big in the chat. Uh, big in the chat. Uh, bring your friends. And we talked turkey sandwiches, obviously, uh, Thanksgiving week. So there's a lot of quality content there uh some really good stuff we'll get you the bahamas and get you lunch i got a lot of you know things to get off my chest that sometimes i don't um subject the radio audience to i mean nonsense Mm -hmm. and sometimes i'll shoot them out on twitter or in in the case of this past week i convinced a friend of mine to put out on twitter enough with the there's a certain soda company based in dallas that uh does the sponsorship of the great stuff, they give away a lot of scholarship money, mm-hmm. but they have the halftime changing lives, Matt. Yes, they are. God, God bless them for that. They have the halftime contest 
of the, all of the football championship games where they are. They're changing lives. They're giving away hundred thousand dollars. They're making people into the first half of the name of their product. Correct. We just have to do better than the five yard shot put of the footballs, right? And maybe it makes for better TV. Whatever I know, I'd say there was your a typical there person was a is not very, very athletic. thorough article on this on ESPN the other oh, day, which I, I read. Somebody went back and found the first lady that did it, mm-hmm. and how it came about and the whole thing. And then they went he talked to like all the people that did it throughout the years. It was actually the chess passing, the, really the chess pass, and she won, and she's. Um, what is she now? A Kane Brown, the country music act. She used that money, went to Nashville. Now she's like Kane Brown's manager or something. But had been trying it with the regular passing and then got convinced by somebody to give this a shot who was like a local high school football coach and made 10 out of her 10 her first try or something. And it's well, been a thing ever since. Hey, if it's the rule, go for it. No, she, and she actually, she's like, this can't be, like emailed the people like, what actually is the rule of how I got to do this? And like, it's got to go from your hand into the hole. She's like, okay. And you couldn't really do that from any further. I mean, well, if that's it was the thing. 10. That's what people. If you back it up a little bit, you might have to throw a normal looking football. But then, yeah. are any going in the hole? I think people yeah. might just miss. I saw you complain about this on Twitter, Matt. This is my you response. Take that back. What did I do? You quote tweeted it and just said preach. <laughs> you, it was a passive aggressive exactly. complaint about it. But I texted a friend answer. of mine who then he tweeted because right. because especially coming off the game and my little back and forth about uh, Howard Washington with with Pat. I don't want to. I don't want to come off as a complete troll like lives under a bridge all the time, right? So in the grand scheme of things, is this important? Hell no. But at that moment, I felt like enough of this. And so I was texting with a friend of mine who decided that he would put that out there and I just kept it going. My response. You play to win the game. I understand. Yeah, I mean, it's within the rules, okay? Um, I'm just saying if the rules were slightly different. Now, here's the thing. I like television. I like to make television. If you put it back to 10... And somebody makes like three in the thirty second allotment, or you had to go up to say it would be bad. So I, I understand why they got to what it is. I think part of the problem it's with just, it is it happens like six times the same thing all weekend yes. long. Well, I've seen it once. And yeah, the whole thing's the, thirty seconds. It's, it's the over. Same thing, Get on with your life. But you know, after reading the article, I used to have a similar opinion that what is this nonsense? But all these people are like. I can actually throw a football. I can get it in the hole better that way. I don't care. I got a hundred thousand dollars changed my life. It was, yeah. it was a bunch of people like, <laughs> you know what? I I could actually have done it the normal way. I wouldn't have made as much. Don't care what you think anymore. All basically well, all of the if, winners. What if there was like, do you do your thirty seconds? Because they could spare a few seconds. Now let's run back. So it's ten fifteen yards, and there's maybe a bonus. I just want to see see somebody throw a football normal. At least attempt it, at least look somewhat athletic, at least have even the slightest bit of anything that resembles football because now, I what realize doing it's there happening is not, in a football game. It's shoveling more than anything so else. So you probably need to use a football. But if they just made that a basketball, it would look normal because that's a chess pass. Yes. <laughs> just, but it's not. It's not. Which or is the problem. They sponsored the tournament, which they can't get in and <laughs> that's spoken for. Yeah. That is a large competitor of that soda company that we're not mentioning very large, the largest competitor. I enjoy both of the company's products. I'll give them that. <laughs> yeah. So we got that problem solved. Sounds another, like it. For, <laughs> for another year. Yeah, we uh, solved it because they're done with it until next year. So we yeah, solved it. Weekend review uh, coaching carousel happened uh, in the uh, ACC two coaching openings. Uh, Florida State tabs uh, Mike Norvell from Memphis. No surprise. Everybody 
pretty much uh, he won the press univer- conference. Yeah, universally picking that one as a, a great fit for everybody involved. I I forget which article I read about that this weekend, and you see the quotes typed out, and it's the same thing every new coach says, give or take. But I guess people that were in the room are like, he won everybody over in the room, so he's going to get uh, the necessary yeah. time at least, unlike maybe Willie Taggart did, or sure never was going to need to get it going there. When we were in Brooklyn, I had. Uh, breakfast one morning with our Memphis counterpart, Dave Wilotion, who's been there a long time and seen some coaches come and go, including Justin Fuente, who was the hot ticket right. uh, for a minute, went on to Virginia Tech. And uh, he was pretty certain that obviously there would be major plays made for Norvell, not only um, Florida State, but certainly in the off. You can talk about Arkansas, Ole Miss, Missouri, any of those could have come after him uh, and probably did. And then you know some others that uh, could have been in the wind there. And I think Memphis is saying, look, we probably could actually pay him even more. I think they're already paying him like three months. Memphis has more money than people know because pretty of good uh, for that level. the large package uh, distributor that is uh, based in. <laughs> We're very good at not mentioning <laughs> sponsors. They'll be bringing uh, one-third to one-half of your Christmas presents to your door here shortly. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, they got money. And they, in this case, unable to retain him after winning the uh, AAC uh, championship. So he goes there. Uh, I think that's a good fit for everybody involved. They were talking about just how sharp a coach he is. He'll build a good staff. Looks like he's bringing the offensive coordinator from Auburn, which is a neat move, too. And I didn't realize this until I started reading some of the articles after his hiring. Apparently, uh, and I guess this hadn't really gone very national because I don't recall seeing it. I guess the scuttlebutt in Tallahassee the last couple of weeks is that they were secretly getting ready to hire Bob Stoops, mm-hmm. and people had talked themselves into that until you know they hired a guy that's actually currently coaching college football. Correct. And not somebody who's uh, you know, retired from off of it and, yeah, not, and retired. So that leaves one ACC opening at the moment, and it's Boston College. And, you know, I'm like everybody else in our industry. I'm kind of skimming the, the Twitter pretty regularly uh, throughout the day. So – Patriots lose yesterday, and they do the on the Cincinnati routine, mm-hmm. right? Tom Brady even uh, Instagrammed that out, I think. Right. So then BC comes with just same. So that's what the kids are saying, right? Same. Well, they're playing, but which way? I said they're playing Cincinnati in their bowl game. BC, Cincinnati, I guess you're right. They are, but I think some might well, How think, did that get How's that a match? Isn't uh, Cincinnati way better? I mean, yes. No, I you know I they're way better and way worse. I guess I hadn't perused the whole. Bowl no, they're, they're playing so just, the Bearcats, but there, there could the be some return. Sales. There could like which teams he going to coach? <laughs> so if, Why? Because I'm thinking that for right now the big fish that would potentially at BC would want to land would be Luke Fickle, the the Cincinnati head coach, which is thought to be a stretch. I think uh, for BC, but he's the leader of the group that's kind of got the Ohio State. Ties to Martin Jarman, who's the athletic director. Which bowl game? Are they in Music City? I forget which bowl game. No, in. that's a Louisville in, is in the Music City. I they're know. in um, Annapolis, maybe. No, I didn't really. This is how you know there's too many when you. Yeah. They're not. That debate always comes up at this time of year. Are there too many? And and, and I don't know that they're necessarily um, are. I think I think we could enjoy a world where there were were a, a tier fewer, but. Um, I know uh, Virginia and Florida in the Orange Bowl uh, was a Bowl. big one. Birmingham. Birmingham. The home of the Pitt Panthers. Yes, uh, the, the Pitt Panthers, uh, Birmingham Bowl. Our guy David Hale on uh, Twitter had a nice uh, <laughs> bowl game generator there. I like mm-hmm. that. What, what's your, your bowl game? And it's the last place you called customer service 
to moan about, uh-huh. the last thing you ate that made you sick mm-hmm. in the city that uh, you last had a flight delay. You know, so you put those. I'm those trying to remember what the last customer service. I had. Well, I, didn't I, have I to, talked about it on the show. Yeah, you did, talked about did, yours. Didn't mention it by name. I think uh, this wasn't a call, but I had to use the app to get a, a quick refund. I think mine might be like uh, the ride sharing. I think it was the oysters Syracuse mm. Bowl. <laughs> I think it was the oysters. <laughs> I like that. that could, I can't be sure. That could be good. There was that Syracuse Bowl for a, a brief moment, the uh, junior college uh, national championship. Right? Yeah, that was here for like Snow College coming something. into uh, the dome out of Utah. Apt to uh, to win the game. Yep. So uh, that was one of the things closer to home here. The uh, football banquet was last night, and uh, Coach Babers and company they they're really in circulation here with recruiting. The uh, early signing period wraps up on uh, December eighteenth. That is a week from this coming Wednesday. So. They had a couple of coaches uh, still out on the road, and Trent, he was anxious to hear how some of those meetings uh, were going and anxious times for that group trying to, to seal the deal on the, the last of recruiting here. I like the early signing period. Yeah, I, I like finding it out now than, than waiting for later. I think it's, uh, I think it's good. Then get it done and sort of turn you the know, page I don't know. a little in, bit. In, in regard to... Places that are having the coaching changes and stuff. What are you to do in this? Well, short I think it gives you. I, I mean, maybe, maybe the coaches that hey, you are in a solid spot. Maybe you should have an advantage because of that. This gives yeah. you a little advantage. I guess you could say that. It'd be interesting to see what like a Mike Norvell. Could like do. I guess Norvell yesterday was legitimately. I, I this still makes no sense to me. Florida State had official visits going on like Saturday. Like this weekend, I'm like, you don't have a coach. How are you having a visit? Yeah, on the campus. Yeah, so I guess he was then meeting with the guys that were on official visits that I don't know who they were there to visit, but they showed up and like, hey, this guy looks pretty good. <laughs> hey, look and he it. doesn't know who they are. Look so. at his golf shirt. It looks just like ours. How about that? Um, they seem to be having a party for him. He must be fun. That's right. Yeah, right. Going to his press conference and everything. But uh, that whole thing fascinates me. The whole... Uh, hey, coach, you just won the game. How much longer are you going to be at this school interview? Yeah. And he did a pretty good job with that. He said, look, this is this is about our team, and let's have tonight for these guys. I'd like to find out yeah. from the folks that were there, how long did he stick around? You, you know, Right. And, w- and trust me, for people that get on the sideline reporters that have to ask those questions, they're not having a good time either when they know right. they have to do that. Like that's That's just a job requirement, and that's not a fun question to ask, and you just hope the person you're asking it to realizes that. And isn't a putz to you. Yeah, you hope they're prepared for it, and any professional is going to be, and certainly if they're surrounded by the right uh, PR folks that have kind of coached them up on that situation, and um, they can't really take it out on the reporter. In the case of, of this one that I was watching with uh, Memphis and Mike Norvell, they had a really exciting game, the finish of the yeah. Memphis-Cincinnati game in the, the AAC. They did, and uh, so they win it. They beat Cincinnati twice in the span of a week to win the conference championship. And then Tom Luganbill's on the field uh, for ESPN, and he kind of, hey, coach, uh, you know, congratulations on the win, da 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 da. Got through that, and then came right back with, um, what do you say about the rumors? Hey, I don't want to talk about that right now. Okay, what's your time frame? Hey, let's have this about our team. That's, yeah, that's uh, to me, everybody went into that situation. You you got into his head a little bit. Uh, the reporter did his part by asking the, the question that needed to be asked. Nothing really inflammatory gets uh, said in that situation the coaches are really in a tough spot because they want to say 
uh, hey, I'm not talking to anybody, but they don't want to shut off that traffic, and that's also why they have agents. Well, they also uh, can't deny it because, you know, it was true. <laughs> like, uh, correct. He was in Tallahassee like an hour later. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't uh, denying it either, no. So, which is good. And, and that's that's where the people have gotten in trouble, right? The, the punchlines that you know over time, Nick Saban being, I guess, the, the most famous in his – uh, you know, switch from the Dolphins to Alabama and uh, that type of thing. But there are a, a few of those over time, and the coaches are obviously uh, in a tough spot in that situation. All right, let's break here. We'll come back. We got do we care to hit and uh, kind of preview how we'll spend uh, some time with some segments over the rest of the week. Uh, kind of a fun idea from uh, Brian's brain that'll help us uh, wrap the year and, in that case, wrap the teens. Uh, for this decade. Back with more as we roll along. Brought to you by the Hoffman Sausage Company. Born in Germany, raised in Syracuse. Hoffman taste tells. This is In the Booth on ESPN Radio. Do we care? Interesting. I doubt it. No, wait. The other thing. Tedious. But we will do this segment anyway. Don't care anymore. Don't care no more. I don't care what you say. We never played by the same Hell of an operation we're running here. The college football playoff final four was announced. LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma, in that order. You guys have any issues with that? No. Let's bring on the games. Let's go. Nope. No issue with LSU jumping Ohio State for number one? I thought they were better already, so no. But if you said it was the other way, I'd still have no issues with it. Yeah. I was looking forward, and maybe it, it could still happen in the title game. I want Clemson and LSU to play, and then the winner comes out with Death Valley and the Tigers. Like, Ooh, I like loser that. Leaves Death town. Valley match. Yeah. Wow. You're no longer Death Valley. We've taken <laughs> it. It's ours. Get that's out. A, that's a great call. I think you got three really good teams here, and obviously Oklahoma's no joke. Uh, I think any way you put these, the games would be great. I could uh, sort of understand Ohio State's Beef, their resume is great. LSU's is pretty darn good, too. Uh, the difference between one and two is more stark this year because there are the three good teams. Nobody wants any part of Clemson. The whole thing from Dabo fascinates me. The annual pizza party and the stoking people up. and the, It's wild. Yeah. It, uh, no team since 1966. Started the year number one, went undefeated, and... You know, one of the, you know, he's, true. He's I never thought wrong. about that. You know, the, he has uh, legit- his starting quarterback has literally never lost a game. Yeah, you're third. Yeah, it's incredible. So the best story would be Clemson. The best story for next year is if Clemson wins and literally Lawrence is in his third season has never lost a game. Right, because that be that leads next year to some historic stuff. Sure, and I could see Clemson winning uh, oh, yeah. this year. Very, very not. I mean, I say easily. I, I'm saying I could easily visualize it happening. That doesn't mean they're going to win lopsided games or that type of thing, but any of those four teams I could see winning. I think they're going to be great games. Uh, Coach O winning would be outstanding Absolutely. in every way. Uh, for Syracuse's sake, Clemson winning would be good because the league gets some more cash out of that. And Maybe the best story of all is could you imagine if uh, this is the title Jalen Hurts wins as a starting quarterback? <laughs> that would be wild. Well, it would come with a significant accomplishment if they're able to win two uh, of the games against these opponents. Uh and I don't think this is telling tales out of school, but just sitting down and, and uh, kind of small talk last night with Coach Babers at the uh, dinner table at the banquet. Somebody had said, hey, same question. What do you think of the way this shook out, or what do you think LSU? He said, look, everybody around college football has been saying for 30 years, if LSU ever gets a quarterback, watch out. And that's exactly what's happened this year. 
So a lot of a lot of people have kind of just sold off Oklahoma. You're not doing that. You you're putting them right in the mix. You think they have a legitimate uh, shot? I mean, at the title? they're not the favorite. I mean, they're they're. And I'm not going to call you know, it sounds silly to call them an underdog because they could put 50 points up on just about anybody. It would be an upset to see them, you know, they're the least likely of these four to win, let's put it that way, but okay. I, I wouldn't completely rule it out. Yeah, if you tell me, I mean, I think LSU probably wins that game, probably by two touchdowns, I think they're better. But if you tell me that Oklahoma has won a national championship in football, I will not be surprised. You also mentioned it, Matt, LSU, and how if they got a quarterback, they'd be right in it. It's remarkable, because Joe Burrow was the quarterback of that team last year. It's remarkable how much different he looks this year. He's the, Who would have thought he was going to be the Heisman Trophy number 1 overall pick in the draft? Crazy. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's Nobody. obviously the numbers are ridiculous. He's been paired with a different coaching approach, and yeah. uh, it's obviously clicked. You know, an LSU is pretty much second to none year in, year out in terms of talent on the roster. They're right there with your Alabama. It's usually the defense. Yes. Uh, we'll move on to the coaching carousel that you guys kind of mentioned last segment. New Arkansas head coach Sam Pittman, who was the Georgia offensive line coach, actually has Arkansas football's Twitter account blocked, and he will now be the head coach of that program. Weird dynamic. Yeah. I don't make too much of people's... Uh individual Twitter follows or unfollows or whatever. Maybe I'm missing something on that. I couldn't pick Sam Pittman out of a Never lineup. had heard of him in my yeah, life he, before yesterday. Right. I just happened to see a picture of him yesterday, I think. I mean, if he'd walked in the studio right now. All of the national media writers, though, say he's going to be exceedingly entertaining, so that's good. There you go. Those people know. Yes, he's a big-time. Big time, I mean, he'd been at Arkansas before, a big-time recruiter, I guess, at Georgia with Kirby Smart, so. We'll see. That's a hard job, though. He's an older yes. guy and knows how to right. block Twitter accounts. So that's kind of... That's a start. Right. That is or, a start. Now, hang with me. Okay. He, he may, if you're saying he's an older guy and knows how to block Twitter accounts, that could just be an accidental thumb and you got no idea what happened. Great that could point. be a Twitter account he was browsing frequently back when he worked at Arkansas. Yeah. Your thumb goes awry and you've got no idea that they're out of the mix. Could very well be the opposite. He has found, a, he has found the block button. At the very least, he's found the block button on Twitter, which is an accomplishment well, for an old... He will an unblock. Old, yeah. We'll see. I don't think he has. There but hasn't then been again, an since. You know, if you're the head coach of the Arkansas football, they really, I mean, you want to monitor the account. Yeah. But At this point, someone can do the unblocking for you. Yes. He'll have somebody in charge. Uh, staying in the coaching carousel, Chris Peterson. He will coach his final game at Washington against his old team, Boise State, in the Las Vegas Bowl. Pretty cool storyline that was obviously done on purpose. Yeah, but, uh, very cool. And... Um, it's a fit for everybody involved. I think it's a little sad. That <laughs> Except for football, him. He didn't right. seem all that excited. Sure. I, I think for college football, it's a little sad to lose a guy like Chris Peterson as head coach. I hope he's okay in terms of health and all that. This seems to me from afar to be a burnout type uh, situation. He's going to take another role uh, in the athletics department. But uh, that would have been really concerning. At first, you were hearing he wasn't going to coach the bowl game at all. And that's what happens when you have a significant health issue that uh, needs to be dealt with, and so uh, I'm glad to hear that, that he's coaching the bowl game regardless of the opponent, and the fact that it's uh, Boise State makes it uh, kind of kitschy and fun. Yeah, well, he's one of the winningest coaches, percentage-wise, in college football history. I, the stat I heard the other day is that Boise State, because Brian Harson's kept it rolling, they are now the winningest program by percentage in the history of college football. Now, obviously, their Division One era is a lot more recent than most anybody, but that, that's wild. I mean, they've had such great success, and that's yeah, a cool story. They're the most winningest team of the decade as well in college football. So, and he yeah, was obviously a, a part of it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, the competition. 
Sure. Fine. Yeah. Uh, last one. Nike has taken control of MLB jerseys this year, and the Nike swoosh will actually be on the front of the Yankees pinstripe jersey. A lot of people have an issues with it. Do you have an issue with it? Yeah, I don't like it, except that you can't have rule, separate rules for just the Yankees. I mean, we all love the Yankees around here. Come on. But you, I don't like – I think the Yankee hats look goofy when they do the camouflage this or that or the uh, star-spangled whatever they all hats. Look goofy. That, it's not just the Yankee correct. when it comes to that. Correct. And so it's it feels kind of sacrilegious, but you can't exempt team. They're going to have to do it. Whatever they do, they do for all 32 and – and uh, that's the way it is, and you'll get over it. I'd say Euro soccer fans are already walking billboards for their teams because they pick a kit and wear it about town. This Eddie just, Hot Airlines. Uh, and yeah, and, and those things are like, those logos. It's bigger like, than the actual team logo. Exactly. Like the swoosh takes up a little thing. Like legitimately on a lot of those European jerseys, like the middle of the shirt is the company and like the team logos on the shoulder. If so, they're, you know, you'll, you'll ignore this after a while because it'll blend in. Everybody's got them. You certainly don't think of it on a basketball jersey because it fits in with the way the jersey is designed this does look a little jarring to see it on a pinstripe uniform but uh after a while you'll forget it's there and usually it's just in like the bottom left hand corner where it gets tucked into your pants or just on the sleeve you know if it was at the end of the sleeve uh it wouldn't bother me at all um this obviously you notice it at first but eventually it'll blend say when's opening day correct uh people will forget about it by opening day plus one a lot of people are saying it. Unless as they open on the road. As long as Garrett Cole is wearing that jersey, who cares where the Nike swoosh <laughs> is? that's uh, happening. <laughs> got to pay for him somehow, right? You got that. Straight. That's right. The, those, uh, those guys don't come for free. All right, another break here. And uh, back to wrap the show. If you want to sneak in a phone call, you can do it at 315-437-7644-4ESPN44. On twitch.tv slash Talk. And brought to you by the Hoffman Sausage Company. You're in the booth, ESPN Radio. In the booth with Matt Park is brought to you by Hoffman Sausage Company. All right, there's a few things I want to say before Brian. Uh, Excuse me? No. Know your role, dude. Please. All right, we got four minutes to go, and I'm going to seed the the table for the moment. I'm going to seed uh, the balance of... The time for mm. as, as long as I see fit, because I will take it back if I so choose. For uh, Brian's idea of how we're going to entertain ourselves for the rest of the week, Brian, you have two minutes. Matt, it's all decade season. If you go anywhere right now, all decade lists, anything you want, movies, shows, rosters. I was reading a New York Giants all decade team the other day. That that didn't stop being depressing at some point. Reading about the Giants uh, last decade. But I figured for the rest of the week, we have four teams, at least uh, we primarily broadcast on the airwaves emanating from somewhere in this building, men's lacrosse, women's basketball, men's basketball, and the football team. So I figure, why don't we have an all-decade team for each of these teams? And we have four teams and four days left in the week, so that works out well. So tomorrow we could do the women's basketball uh, team, Wednesday the men's lacrosse all-decade team, Thursday men's basketball, and then Friday the football team. Um, and this kind of depends on how you would like to play along. I was either planning. Oh, I can, do I get some say so here? Or well, I'm saying you maybe. I, I don't know. Thing. Well, I, either I can come up with them and you can react, or we can each come up with our own, or we can each come up with our own and then uh, debate on the show and come up with the shows all decade team. Mm. I think all three of those ideas could potentially work out depending on uh, how, how you're feeling you would like to uh, they would work you really put some uh, breakdown into your well, I'd prescribed say, lineup uh, basketball I'm thinking 10 
Yes. Ten players basketball, but name a starting five. Yeah, like, it'll make that. you pick. You got to pick the starters. And, you know, the teams start a center. I feel that's important to note. <clears throat> like, our centers maybe not, Syracuse centers maybe not the best of the decade. But You don't want to go small? Uh, well, you can use the bench for that. Uh, men's lacrosse. This is kind of how they do the All-American team now, pretty much. But how about three attackmen, three middies, three defenders, a face-off guy, a goalie, a long pole? Three attackmen, three middies, three defensemen, yeah. uh, Ben Williams, yes. one goalie. <laughs> ben Williams, John Galloway, Joel White, and two short-stick defensive middies. Uh, and then uh, football. Let's go three wide out, one running back. That's pretty okay. much what they've played all decade, more often than not. A 4-3 defense, I think we've seen mm-hmm. that. And then let's get the punter, the kicker, and uh, a returner. And how about a coach? Football's the only team that's had multiple Isn't that amazing? coaches this decade. Which That's telling. By the end of it, like you just don't think about it around here. And by the end of it, I'm like, whoa, we don't really need to do that for the other three, do we? Saw Coach Desco in the hall today, and uh, all He's, of those coaches have been led by the uh, the same, or all those programs, I should say, led by the same coach, at least for the uh, past decade. And football split the decade, kind of. And yeah, in threes. A, right. Uh, Marone, Schaefer, and uh, Babers, all this uh, So that's, that's my thoughts on, on how to do that and I'm all for entertain it. ourselves, and I imagine the folks out. What's, well, we'll try to do it maybe off the top of the show here, so it's out there and you have time to call in and uh, react and whatnot and tell us what we got wrong. Okay, women's basketball tomorrow then, so we'll do a little homework, come up with our women's basketball uh 10-person team for the decade with a starting five. The starting five, so I think, in women's suits is there. where the debates get more interesting. Right, as opposed to beyond the initial 10. Right. Okay. Well, we'll do that. Looking forward to it. That's a good way to uh, kind of wrap the year. It's the time of year. You know, you got the uh, It's usually the music. annual lists. Right. I like a decade list. You, you got to think a little longer. A little more a weight to it. Sure. Sure. Good stuff. Okay. We'll do that. We'll uh, have that on tomorrow's show. Whatever uh, you guys want to chime in on, you can do it uh, both uh, on the radio and on uh, twitch.tv slash QSportsTalk. A little uh, breaking news alerts that we're all getting here is that uh, Steven Strasburg has apparently signed with the Nationals seven years, $245 million. Good for him. Back tomorrow. We still need to work for a living. We'll see you tomorrow at 2.